0: Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that...
1: Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Welcome back. I'm Amy, and I'm joined by Bonnie and Leah talking about our one cool librarian gal... Last week, I talked about Anne Carroll Moore and her uh, wooden doll, Nicholas Nickelberger.. <laughs> 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 yes. But before we dive back in, Leah's going to tell us what's going on with the Gals Guide calendar for this week.
0: That's right. So for week three of March, for March 20th through the 26th, on Wednesdays we write. So join us at the Gals Guide Library on Wednesday at 4.30 for Writers Galaxy. It's a wonderful time for writing and connecting with other writers. On March 23rd, actually, I think that is, (gasps) that's the wrong date, because book club doesn't meet until the 31st. Ah. So we'll talk about that later in the month. Um, But on March 25th, though, there's a whole bunch of cool stuff that are happening. So the first one that is happening is Tara Circle. So Tara Circle is our book study of Wisdom Rising by Lama Soltram Alioni. Um, It is gloriously on Zoom. So register. So you get that link. Um, Our second event on March 25th is the launch of the 2023 Gals Guide Anthology. So there are 33 authors in this year's book, 44 different entries, and they're from like around the world. And they are incredible stories. Uh, They are about journeys. So they're inward journeys, they're outward journeys, and there are stories from around the world. So Ireland, England, Kenya, India, Israel, Maraudis, which I had to look up what country that was, uh, Canada, and all over the United States. So many of the authors who are local-ish <laughs> will be at the Gals Guide Library on March 25th from 2 to 4, signing copies of the book. So celebrate these amazing artists and come get your copy of the Gals Guide Anthology. So it'll be great. So for all of our calendar events, check out galsguide.org. So now, Amy, I hear you have a random question for us.
1: Oh, yes. Yes. So imagine you walk into a library. Yes. Which any, any library of your choosing. It can mm-hmm. be all wood. It can be modern, whatever. And one of the bookshelves is a Murphy
0: door and mm-hmm. you open it.
1: What is behind that door?
0: What's behind the door, Bonnie? <laughs> I feel like I know Bonnie's answer, but I want to know. I was gonna say greenhouse. What? But oh, I feel like, <laughs> like a reading nook greenhouse thingy. That would be lovely. Would be nice and warm. Yes. But there but... could also be some puppies. Yes! Somewhere. Yeah <laughs> it would be puppies. That well, that's what I felt like in my heart, Bonnie's answer would be you open a door, what's behind there? Puppies. Which then my second is who's been taking care of them while they're behind the door? <laughs> is somebody in there with the puppies <laughs> but i do love the idea of a wild greenhouse abandonment mm. with puppies just Ugh. roaming around in They'd it love it too mm-hmm. that would be Rolling fantastic <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly fertilizing it if you will mm-hmm. <laughs> oh amazing it's always one of those questions because that uh, that i love because gal's guide eventually one day when we get into a bigger space Mm -hmm. wants to have the secret door but we just we just don't know what to put behind it so it's kind (laughs) of like let's just ask until we can actually do a secret (laughs) door you know we'll just like keep the question going um i always think uh, i always imagine like kind of a planetarium Mm -hmm. but kind of like you know what i mean the glow stickers of the stars on or you know like black light where it yeah mm-hmm. just something where you can sit down and you can feel like you're outside but you're still inside so therefore it doesn't matter if it's a rainy day or a sunny day or cold outside or whatever that you have this little kind of like it would be that space thing that bonnie always digs to yeah, a little space room little space, <laughs> so you could read yes little. exactly <laughs> a puppy And a puppy. Always, you know, a puppy. Yes, totally. Yes. (laughs) Amy, what would yours be? What would be behind your Murphy door? Okay, so my first gut reaction is,
1: as always, whenever any secret door opens, is Mm -hmm. Narnia.
0: Oh, (laughs) all of Narnia. Yes, Yes, right there. But Absolutely. But
1: but if I can't go, and I have been trying since I was a small (laughs) child. Right, right. Keep the dream alive. Yeah. (laughs) If if I can't go. Yeah. Then... um, it would be the restricted section, of course, Ooh, wouldn't it? I wouldn't it like be? That. It would be all the dangerous books, like, yes. of whatever you think is dangerous. Like, whether... basically the
0: cool kids' room? Yeah, like, whether it's, <laughs> you know,
1: I don't know, right?
0: weapons,
1: or all the sex books, or, right. you know... <laughs>
0: Whiskey drinks, spells,
1: drinks. <laughs> yes. But yes. It's All of it. Definitely, if there's a secret room, you open it mm-hmm. up. And Divine
0: it, decadence. Yeah.
1: Speakeasy. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever's back there, you aren't supposed to be there.
0: Yes. I like that.
1: Or you're only supposed to be there if you know it's a secret door. Mm-hmm. You got to do the knock. You got to pull down the statue head. I don't know what you do, but. Yes, right. But yes. Whatever's back there is restricted to a, a certain amount of people, and it's all the secret yes. books. I do like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there is I learned about a speakeasy that in New York that is from the entrance is a telephone booth. Oh. Oh, I and love that. So the that. telephone booth is actually inside and mm-hmm. it's inside like a hotel or something. Yeah. Mm. And it's kind of like, oh, that's a neat little old-school telephone booth. Oh, cute. But if you punch in a certain number on the keypad, like Ooh. you're making a phone call, then the side door opens and it's a speakeasy. Oh, I... it's really cool and you get you can get little business cards that have the phone number yeah. on it so then you can invite people to punch in the phone code and oh. I'm like, mm. I know, right?
1: I know. I've always wanted to go somewhere secret, or like a secret party, where you have to like, you know, have.
0: a i always wanted to knock. Yes, or whatever. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to have a secret society. Like I'm still eventually working on starting a secret society, but I need to stop talking. Or you could have one right now. What do we know? I know (laughs) the line between secret society and cults. I know, and I got to be very delicate and i think if i keep it weird i'll be okay <laughs>
1: as long as there's not a leader
0: oh yeah that's true and it's not right? a cult sure yes, yes. it's just <laughs> yes.
1: doing secret things doing secret
0: things
1: <laughs> <laughs> <With> petting puppies <gasps> yeah that,
0: what if it's a puppy petting cult is that okay <laughs> i'm like we're asking so bonnie's weird. permission for what kind of cult i can start i mean secret society yeah. <laughs> I'm just playing. But who do you have for us again, Amy? Well, my
1: cool uh, librarian lady gal yes. is Elizabeth Gray Vining.
0: Ooh.
1: And this is somebody who you might know she existed but don't know her name okay. or I mean especially if you were more of a of a boomer age. Gotcha. She was a very important figure in history. But... <laughs> gotcha. But I don't think a lot of people actually knew her name or knew very much about her. Which doesn't
0: sound familiar, so no. yeah.
1: So she was born in 1902 in Philadelphia.
0: Born and raised? Yes. On the playground? <laughs> is where she spent most of her days? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop She there. was. Before she went to... A child. Because... <laughs> so, <laughs> Before she got sent to okay she graduated brenmar Ooh, brenmar oh yes isn't and then, that a fancy women's college
1: oh it's very fancy
0: okay that's what i thought okay and
1: then she got her master's in library science from drexel she got hired at the university of north carolina in chapel hill oh and, yes yes and she worked there as an academic librarian oh cool so yeah so i she was you know, working in reference and helping students with their research and all that kind of thing.
0: Nice. My aunt went to Chapel Hill, so I know Ooh, it's Chapel fancy because she told Hill. me it was. <laughs> <laughs> in 1929,
1: she got married. Uh, her husband was a staff member of the university also. Gotcha. And she did say that, you know, he was the light of her life. Like, you know, she, she, she didn't see clearly until she met him
0: oh my lord that's something that only somebody in the first days of love says
1: yes (laughs) and unfortunately in 1933 they were involved in a terrible car accident oh no No,
0: he did not make it oh no that makes the love grow stronger i wanted her to be like and then he cheated on her and i'll be like that's life no (laughs) oh no he passed away
1: And she was horribly injured. Oh. And at the time, she was in convalescence for a very, very long time.
0: Oh, wow.
1: During that time, um, she became a Quaker.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Look at that. Quakers. I know.
1: Quakers again. Everyone loves a Quaker. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. They write a
0: lot of stuff down. (laughs) They're Mm -hmm. really good with history. And Mm -hmm. they try to be very, like, you know uh equal about everything Mm -hmm. be like well it seems that that's not quakerish but we're still gonna document it (laughs) exactly
1: and um it really fit with these deep beliefs that she had on uh, pacifism Mm -hmm. anti-war i mean Mm -hmm. it was the 30s so we're between the wars Mm -hmm. yeah
0: we got Um, both wars going yeah yes Mm -hmm.
1: and she also um really admired their inclusion of women yeah in Mm -hmm. uh both
0: leadership leadership
1: um actual like uh, uh i don't know if quakers have pastors i'm not sure I pastors gotcha. the word that's in my yeah. mind right
0: something i think they call them like leaders leaders or group leaders I'm, like something like that something i know everybody's like brothers and sisters yeah that kind of and so i can't remember yeah
1: i don't know mm-hmm. the correct term i don't know why pastors in my head but that's the whatever the equivalent is right yeah she really felt that their um, inclusion of women in all areas of the Mm -hmm. the church Mm -hmm. leadership was was very important Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: it became a very important defining part of her life gotcha Um, she was she herself was very involved in a lot of the quaker leadership Mm -hmm. Um, also during her convalescence uh, she became a published author Ah. She had been writing since her teens, um, small things, but she had she started getting novels published. She wrote for all ages. Uh, she wrote fiction and nonfiction. Oh. She wrote some inspirational titles, um, a lot of biographies, uh, but she was probably most famous uh, for her children's book, Adam of the Road. I don't know if anybody remembers that. Oh. It's about a medieval boy and his dog, and they're on this okay. big, long walking road trip hmm. ah. it's sort of medieval history and adventure book not she, so much
0: like kid in king arthur's court not by by twain but more yeah it a was journey story yes okay, very gotcha. much about okay. the,
1: about what life was like during that time hmm. and, yeah. and being a a kid you know on your own mm-hmm. with your dog right puppies i know puppies <laughs> yes <laughs> yes na, na, na. the theme of the episode that, <laughs> that actually that actually comes up later <gasps> uh, poor puppy yes and adam of the road did win a newbery oh and she wrote other children's books during that time and they were all very popular bestsellers mm-hmm. the whole thing uh, after world war ii during the allied occupation of japan hmm She was the woman selected to tutor Emperor Hirohito's son, the crown prince.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yes. And that's what she's most known for, of course. Oh. Um, She was chosen from a pool of hundreds of educators.
0: Gotcha. And
1: a lot of people think that she was chosen by Douglas MacArthur. Oh, okay. uh, It was... Definitely, um, America had a vested interest in shaping Japan, of right. course, post-war. Mm-hmm. Um, so her being Quaker and a pacifist, a lot of people felt that perhaps yeah, that, that, that was, neutrality that that was that that was very. Yeah. Um, That that was a very pointed choice. But that's not true. Mm -hmm. Hirohito selected her himself. Oh, interesting. Yes. She was supposed to go for a year and Mm -hmm. just to teach his son English and to also teach him about Western culture. Now, Mm -hmm. she wasn't even interested in this. The search, she read about the search, of course, in newspapers Mm -hmm. and academic journals. But she didn't put her name in. The... One of the people on the selection team was also in Quaker leadership. And at that mm-hmm. time, that was her job as she was working for the Quakers. Gotcha. And he said, you know, what if I put your name in? And she, w- oh. and she said, what? She didn't expect it at all. Mm-hmm. So she really wasn't trying. And then she was chosen so it had to be weird yeah so she she went overseas uh, in 1946
0: free trip to japan it's not weird right now over there no
1: and she she actually ended up staying for four years instead of one
0: i mean i would stay forever but i'm thinking of current (laughs) japan and my love for it yes yes well she helped shape that what it is today
1: yay she arrived at the imperial court and her in- original intention this is a quote from her was to make some small contribution to the cause of peace among nations. Oh. Yes, and she also hoped Just that a she... small
0: little goal that she's got. Just, just a piece tiny just, world peace. Just world peace. Yeah. Um
1: she also <laughs> wanted to improve the position of women in Japan. Yeah. At that time she didn't know that Japanese women already had the right to vote. Mm-hmm. And that first election after the war they actually elected 13 women to the i guess it's the diet is what the gotcha. parliamentary board was called Ooh. ah yes yeah, so she she came She's at, like, well, at the fun. right time because japanese women were starting to <laughs> modernize and and nice be there. when she first met the prince mm-hmm. he was 12 <laughs> i know and he comes in the room and the description of their meeting she just basically fell in love with this little boy oh he had his head was basically shaved down to a crew cut yeah mm-hmm. she kept talking about how it looked soft you know she wanted to
0: touch a little buzz cut yeah Yay! you always mm-hmm. want to do that yes, for a little boy absolutely with a buzz cut. and
1: he was of course, very polite, and he's been raised the crown prince. Right, yes. Of Hirohito, of all people. Oh, wow. So, uh, he's had a very sheltered life, and also, you know, I mean, he's, you know, it's like Prince Charles, Prince Harry, you know, I mean, for his country, he was, you know, a rock star. Yeah, Yeah, the Mm -hmm. hope of the country, and also just a rock star among boys and girls. I mean, you know, all the girls wanted Mm -hmm. to, you know, he was a beautiful boy. Right. And, she just kind of fell in love with him. She said he had mm. some mischief and humor in his eyes that yes. she could see, and <laughs> she she really she just really enjoyed um, meeting him from the day
0: one. Mm-hmm. Her and then duty... he became a teenager. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, yes.
1: <laughs> and her her duties actually expanded to teaching English to other royal family members. Oh, she also taught classes at the private school where. um akihito the Crown Prince went. Gotcha. And she taught both boys and girls nice. English, and she really enjoyed that. It really wasn't what she was expecting. But then she yeah. ended up teaching these group classes. When she got there, uh, she was told that every child in Japan wants to be taught by Miss Vining. Oh, because of course, you know it's the it's the princess teacher. I you know? know. I right? want to get in on that. Yeah. So it was very exclusive. A lot of conservatives in Japan Mm -hmm. uh, were very much against it, and there's actually a quote that they felt that Akihito contracted a spiritual and intellectual fungus from her. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> because of her pacifist her, ideas. Right. But honestly, at the time, even Hirohito wanted peace. That's gotcha. why, that is why he chose a, a Quaker. That makes and, sense. And, and Akihito also, they really, that's what they wanted for their country. They wanted yeah. to restore their country and as a peaceful nation. Yeah. She wrote it's a, a good book. good choice. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. And, Honestly, she is, her books are charming, and she wrote a book about these years of her tutoring called Windows for the Crown Prince, Mm -hmm. and it is such a charming book. I have not read the whole thing. I started reading it for this podcast, and I got, I was just going to skim it. Right, right. And And then, you you know, an hour later, I'm like, I'm not skimming, (laughs) but I just want to read the right. This one passage about her first day of class when she was teaching an entire class of boys. Yeah, yeah. And anyone who's taken a foreign language will recognize this. And it's, (laughs) She said, I marched into section A the first morning, very calm outwardly, but feeling a bit adventurous within. The boys all stood up. Good morning, boys, I said. Good morning, sir. They replied with one voice. (laughs) I laughed and they laughed and I told them that you say sir to a man, but you called a woman by her name. The boy sat down looking very expectant, their black eyes shining. My name is Mrs. Vining, I said. And I turned to the boy who sat at the first desk on the right-hand side. What is your name? He told me. That is your real name, I conceded. But in this class, your name is Adam. So we've all had French class. Pick your Spanish name. Pick your French Well, she said, your name is Adam. He looked surprised, (laughs) as well he might. Now I announced I'm going to give you all English names. I went back Mm. to the first boy. In this class, your name is Adam. Say, Adam. Please say, in this class, my name is Adam. It took a little while to get this idea over, and in the process, we had some practice with pronouns. <laughs> your name is Adam. My name is Adam. His name is Adam. I wrote it on the blackboard. Adam wrote it in his notebook. I went on to the next, whose name became Billy. The second boy caught on more quickly, and the third boy jumped up eagerly to get his name. As I worked toward the prince, who sat in the exact center of the room, I could see the others cutting their eyes around at each other, all agog to see what I was going to do about that situation. I reached the prince and said, in this class, your name is Jimmy. 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 There was no particular reason for Jimmy except it just happened to be one of my favorite names. He Aww. replied promptly, No, I am Prince.
0: Oh. Mm. My name is Prince. Sorry, yep. that is an actual Prince Song. I anyway, know. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> yes, I agree cordially. You are Prince Akahito. That is your real name. But in this class you have an English name. In this class, your name is Jimmy. Yes. I waited, a little breathless. <laughs> this could go either way.
0: Right?
1: <laughs> He smiled <laughs> cheerfully and the whole class beamed. I realized he had probably thought that I hadn't recognized him seeing him for the first time oh. in the whole group of other gotcha. you know, Japanese mm-hmm. boys, other boys. Mm-hmm. Also, I think that he had been a- always identified in his own mind with his ship, and was unable at first to think of himself as a boy among other boys.
0: Oh, that's lovely.
1: She called him Jimmy for the rest of her life. Oh my gosh. Um, oh, yes, Jimmy. That was her Jimmy. And... <laughs>
0: Cute,
1: and they grew very close. Yeah, and she had to teach him a lot of, just sort of Western etiquette, mm-hmm. but also just at that point in his life, how to how to be a boy and a crown prince. Yeah, at Ooh. the same time. Yeah, true. Um, she did say that when she first got there, like his only interest was fish, and she really wanted <laughs> to expand that. He, he loved fishing, right. and he he also loved tennis. Ah, okay. Um, he met his wife, actually, on a tennis court. She was a commoner, and Whoa. she's the first commoner ever married into the oh. Japanese uh, royal family. Look
0: at that. I
1: really recommend a book called Commoner by John Swartz. It's gotcha. about her and really? yeah. the parallels between, like, kind of what Meryl met. <gasps> what Prince Harry's wife <laughs> is going through now. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. Exactly Meghan Markle? exactly the same thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I started saying... Meryl Markham, <laughs> or whatever I don't know what I was saying, but Tugue twist juice. <laughs> yes, um, but she was hated by the press. Her uh, mother in law could not stand her. This is starting to sound familiar. Yes, um, <laughs> it was. It was so difficult, and oh. but they just loved each other, and they ended up. They ended up reigning so long. He actually retired instead of mm-hmm. dying, and he gave the emperorship to his son. Oh wow, um, she. Also, uh, in the book, details, the bewilderment Japanese had trying to learn democratic principles.
0: Because they don't make sense here either. No. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: She describes a lot of (laughs) Japanese customs at the time. I read a chapter where she took a flower arranging class that was just the most adorable thing ever written. Ikeban? Yes. Yes, there we go. Yes. Uh, She wrote about the crown prince's first meeting with Douglas MacArthur, which he handled himself so well Mm -hmm. that MacArthur came to Elizabeth later and just said, like, I, I'm so, you know, I'm so impressed with this boy. I think you did a great job. I think he's doing well. The whole thing. Um, and she also talks about the Japanese reaction to the Korean War in 1950. Mm-hmm. Oh. That is when she eventually had to go home.
0: Gotcha. Um, she,
1: they did stay friends throughout her entire lifetime. Aww. She did return to the U.S. And when she got back, instead of returning to the library, she just kept writing. The book mm-hmm. Windows for Crown Prince became a bestseller. And she oh. was really famous for it. And she just kept writing other books for the rest of her life. She also um, stayed working closely in the Quaker community. She always had a, um, a, a part of the leadership there. She always had a leadership position. Mm-hmm. And she was on the board of trustees for brunmar. Oh, nice. The uh, emperor, when he was married, she was the only Westerner that was allowed to attend his wedding.
0: Oh, Ooh. look at that. He
1: also... Uh, visited Clinton in the White House in 94. Gotcha. He invited her to come, but she just wasn't physically able to. She mm. said she was sorry, but they talked a long time on the phone. Oh, <laughs> there and you go. She passed in
0: 1999. Oh, gotcha.
1: But there, I just, I really recommend this book, Windows to the Crown Prince. It's in public domain, so you can get it anywhere as an ebook. Right. If you can't Gutenberg find it. sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, if you can't find it. Um, we'll
0: have to see if we have it anywhere not, I it. yeah
1: it's so charming she writes with such great detail and she talks a lot about things that don't seem important but really are mm-hmm. when she first meets Hirohito's wife she talks a lot about her clothing oh okay because She expected her to be in like a formal Japanese kimono and obi, Mm -hmm. but instead she wore a modern dress that had like kimono sleeves and like a smaller, thin belt. And she was talking about how she was, you know, surprised at this. It was kind of a big event, yeah, meeting you know her son's tutor and you know the first. Western tutor that's you know, <laughs> right, been there, exactly. you know. Yeah, and she was surprised that you know she wasn't in a more formal outfit that she wore, oh, you know, westernized wow. style.
0: Maybe she was try, yeah. Maybe yes. she was trying to be more westernized mm-hmm. and, style and, and, that, and to say, look, yeah. we're,
1: we are modern. It's right, okay, you know, it's okay. We're modern. Mm-hmm. It's, you can be yourself. You can be modern. And she was very close to you know all the brothers and sisters in the royal family, um, and. I don't know. I just think the book was really interesting and I had read the commoner last year. So Mm -hmm. I already had a lot of feelings about Akihito and his wife and their family. Um, He actually was a very kind emperor. I mean, Mm -hmm. his position was a lot more uh, just flagship. Yeah. I can't remember what you call it. Yes. Yeah. He wasn't ceremonial. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't really in power, but Mm -hmm. he, his message of peacefulness always stayed mm-hmm. with him. He really tried to bridge the more conservative and liberal sides together in a lot of different ways. He was very mm-hmm. diplomatic. Yeah. People loved him. He and his wife, uh, they were kind of the first modern emperors. Like they would mm-hmm. go ice skating together and hold hands. It's. Oh, yeah. And they relatable. Yes, Royals. They, yeah. Yeah. They would always walk hand in hand and see the cherry blossoms with just the mm-hmm. regular people instead oh, yeah. of shutting down an entire park and walking
0: through. Mm-hmm. Um, that does know. sound a lot like Harry and Meghan in yes. kind of today's yes. context. Yeah. And just
1: also just kind of the modern royals now where they're they are trying to to do good and not be
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know these distant king and queens and a lot of Mm -hmm. that too them they talk a lot about diana's influence yeah and how she was the people's princess and how a lot of royalty globally was realized this is the mm-hmm. way to go we can yeah. we can be ourselves we don't have to always be so uptight all the time
0: and we can do better with our platform yes i mean uh, that was the one thing i mm-hmm. always remembered about diana is that she would go to places where you'd be like wait that's dangerous and she'd yes. like i have to go because people need me mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it's like i love this he
1: <laughs> did the same thing yeah. you know he he would go to hospitals he would go mm-hmm. to like the leper colonies at the time yeah um he visited not only Hiroshima on the anniversaries but he was he visited Okinawa as well yeah. which was kind of a big deal for the royal family to come there yes since... to
0: acknowledge yes. yes absolutely yeah and
1: so he did a lot of he did a lot of good and yeah. people just loved him
0: and See?
1: the royal family now is kind of a mess Yeah. The japanese royal family they have like you know the missing princess and the whole you know <laughs> every they don't really have anybody who's going to succeed because they had all everybody had daughters yep and so
0: so it'll be interesting uh, to see how part of that is blamed on him and his way he he (laughs) weighs (laughs) them, but
1: also i think it's it's really interesting i think it's It's (laughs) an evolution of yes
0: humankind Mm -hmm. so so yeah we'll figure it out (laughs) and
1: uh elizabeth vining actually played a part in that it's hard to know exactly how much right i Just her being there for those four years between the age of twelve and sixteen. Yeah. uh, Obviously had a lot Mm -hmm. on just getting him to relax and be a kid.
0: Yeah. As well as everything she taught him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: As everything she taught him also about Western culture and just herself.
0: And yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Now I wanna read her book. It's so (laughs) charming. I mean, yes,
1: it's very dated. Gotcha yeah but but not unkindly not she's open to everything she's so curious Mm -hmm. and it's just charming yeah you just want to live in that world for a little bit
0: right exactly
1: (laughs) with her little boys and girls and she was asked when she got the job you know well you know are you ready to to teach a 12 year old kid and she goes mm-hmm. i don't know i've never done it before i know right <laughs> exactly that kind she's of just curiosity. that kind of lady she's like yeah
0: i'll, I'll give it a whirl <laughs> why not yeah sounds like fun mm-hmm. <laughs> oh fantastic bonnie did you have any questions Well, oh, I, I need to figure out what's with yeah. this missing princess thing i know right oh. exactly and you want to see if you can be that missing princess because i believe in you i mean <laughs> it could be a uh Anastasia situation here. It could be. Does that mean Bartok? Sorry, I went immediately to the Fox animated yeah, movie with Bartok yeah, and Rasputin. And yes, but an Anastasia situation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Do you want to wrap it up for us, darling? Of course. I know. I feel like now I have a whole bunch of really cool books to treat.
1: <laughs> and I love that problem. It's my favorite problem. Right? The to be read pile never end it doesn't judge
0: me it just it just waits for me
1: (laughs) i actually i had i have mine piled up under the nightstand because the nightstand was full and i threw a blanket (laughs) over it because it was just stressing me
0: if it's stressing you out that is yes exactly i just kept getting
1: new i just kept getting other books and they were back there and it's like (laughs) just later i I can't look at you you're making me feel guilty don't
0: don't make eye contact right now (laughs) don't judge me I feel you. Yes, yes,
1: yes. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Well, that wraps it up for us this week. (laughs) Join us next week for another cool woman of history as Gals Guide podcast continues.
0: Thank you so much for listening. Yay! For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening.